0: You are listening to John Herica on SFM.
1: Let's talk gymnastics now. And as I was saying, Caitlin Rieskrantz has decided, no, she's not going to cry into a porridge that she's not in Tokyo right now. She's going to do some exciting things. But firstly, Caitlin, you must be a little disappointed. You're not in Japan right now. Yeah. So
0: um, good evening. Thank you for having me. But yeah, so that is one of the biggest one has been one of the biggest loads for me. I must say, you know, the, the Olympics was my childhood dream. You mm. know, what I've been going for for as long as I can remember. You know, and we've almost planned everything in this this year to kind of make sure that the Olympics was at the forefront of everything. You know, I matriculated last year. We took a gap year this year to fully focus on everything, um, my, in like gymnastics wise, and then obviously got postponed. You know, so it was a big blow in my sense. You know, like I said because. We were so focused on it this year, but I was also, you know, I like to look for self-learning and everything, and I was very happy that it was postponed and not cancelled because that would have been a tragedy. Um, As well as, you know, I, I have more preparation time, you know, so I'm really happy about that. And as well as, you know, after. I got, I had someone approach me about this
1: campaign. Wait, that wait, is, wait, 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 wait. Let's go slowly. Don't, don't give me all the answers in a minute. Yeah, we we got we got half an hour to talk. I, I I love the fact that you're saying it's your childhood dream. How old are you? I'm eighteen. Eighteen. So it's still your childhood dream. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. <laughs> living living it up. So you've been aiming for Tokyo for how long now? Well, you know, it's always
0: been. I want to say my. My biggest goal, is long long goal, I mean, since I was about maybe 10 years old, you know. But I want to say we fully started, you know, full swing preparing for it maybe around the beginning of 2018.
1: When did you qualify?
0: I qualified last year, end of the year, at the World Championships in Stuttgart.
1: Okay, and there, there's a record. Tell us this record, and it's an amazing feat, and I'm surprised it's taken so long.
0: I don't understand the question.
1: You're the first South African gymnast in 15 years to qualify. Is that correct?
0: Yes, no, it is. Um, and, yeah, so I basically had made the two for my country. Firstly, um, like you said, I was the first one to, have, to be going to the Olympics in 15 years. But I also was the first gymnast ever to have... Achieve an outright qualification at the World Championship mm. as opposed to qualifying through the African Continental right. qualification. So well. that was also a really big one.
1: I mean, obviously, you're extremely talented. And I'm not just dismissing that. But why is it taking South Africa so long to get there?
0: I think, you know, it's hard to say. There's a lot of factors. You know, I do believe the United States of Africa is not necessarily one of the biggest sporting codes, you know, it is the developing one of the developing sporting codes and not, you know, fully you know, supported, I think, by the government and everything. We have our federation that gives you, you know, we hire that and help us a lot but I think one of our biggest struggles is funding with gymnastics you know, we do a lot of self-funding um, fundraisers and all of that together with the help of our federation and our clubs and so, you know, that's has really, I think, put us, I want to say, at a disadvantage in comparison to all the other overseas countries. As you know, they have full support from all angles because gymnastics mm. in their countries, you know, and I'm looking at countries like Germany, the Netherlands, USA, you know, they, gymnastics is one of the biggest codes. you know. They have full support from the public, from the government, from everything, <laughs> you know. So I think that's maybe where the difference lies, where you know, we really have some catching up to do.
1: I'm going to circle back to the USA towards the end of the chat, but now okay. So you qualified now in 2019. December comes along, and now you're ready. You, have you had you packed your bags? Was your ticket booked? And you were ready to go to Japan?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I was ready. You know, I was <laughs> as ready as can be. You know, we had uh, we had our African Championship trials in February, of which we competed in the Asiatic. Yeah, qualified to be in the African Championships team which was gonna then take place in South Africa at the beginning of April and that would have been the second qualifier. That would have been the African continental qualifier where one more other artistic woman's artistic gemacht and one more men's artistic Jama could have also qualified. You know, so, you know, we were in full swing with routine preparation, we were routine fit and ready, you know, full swing in competition mode and ready to go, you know, and then COVID happened.
1: All right. So now you're stuck at home. So, what does a gymnast do when she's locked down for three months?
0: It has, I must say, been one of the hardest things <laughs> I've ever been faced with in all my 12 years, 12, 13 years of being an elite athlete, being an elite gymnast. I've never taken longer than two weeks off in December. <laughs> and I mean, even that is a lot. That is like, our holiday, you know, because I mean it was a sport like gymnastics, so you lose your strength and flexibility so quickly. You know, it's not mm. recommended that you take so much time off at a time. So when we were obviously forced into such a hard lockdown now because of COVID, for we were literally you know out of the gym for three to four months, which was really hard. You know, not only physically but also mentally. You know, we i think stay in the game you know and not only physically like i said but mentally you know to keep your mind i want to say up and motivated was really hard but to get our coaches together with us and our coaches and our um buyers and our psychologists you know we really work together to get programs that we could do in our lockdown training at home you know that we could maintain things like our strength our flexibility the basics and fundamentals you know yes we couldn't take our apparatus, how women do de- apparatus training, mm-hmm. but we focus a lot of things like our basics and the fundamentals of our gymnastics. So that's by the time we were not back in the gym, we weren't starting from absolute scratch, you know? <laughs>
1: The one thing you do see, and when you watch, uh, when you watch uh, I don't know, any female do their thing on the floor, is you see their teammates and how they support it. How important is that, and how much did you miss that, to be able to go to the gym and have your teammates and your friends and your, and your colleagues pushing you to do a little bit better?
0: That was, yeah, I missed that incredibly a lot. You know, that I'm at the club, Jennifer Gymnastics Centre, also known as JGC, and at JGC we are we are not only teammates, we are family, you know, I've been with them, and we've been in the group that he's been in for as long as I remember, from when we came to the gym, you know, so we've grown up with our teammates alongside us, with the coaches, you know, they are like our mothers, you know, and um, our fathers, our second mothers and second fathers, you know, and then all the other girls and boys are like our siblings, you know, so, and for us, that connection, having, being in the gym, having that connection with everyone, you know, like you're saying, having that support, you know, from everyone pushing you, you know, it really was hard, you know, not having that mm. at all in lockdown and kind of being by yourself, you know, and yes, we had, we saw them virtually, you know, every day over the phone, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know, so that was quite a challenging book.
1: Because even though gymnastics there's that moment when you're it's just you by yourself. You know, when you're going to the bars or you're on the floor, there's nobody else in the world that can help you, it's just you. But it's such a team event, isn't it?
0: No, exactly. You know, like you said, it is it's a very individual sport in the sense that when you step up on that beam or you present on the floor, it's just you. Only you can make that team work and you know, your teammates can clean for you and but it's all up to you, you know, but like you say, it is still a team sport because I do believe that I would have not gotten young and today without my teammates, mm. you know, without my coaches, with, with the support that I've been given. You know, we, it's a very solid structure that I think we've grown up in, that a lot of support, that family structure that has really gotten us we are today.
1: All right, chatting to Caitlin rees now uh, gymnast. She's qualified for the Olympic Games, ready to go. Japan was supposed to well, – or she was supposed to perform tomorrow, Caitlin. You're supposed to have been performing in Tokyo. Is that correct? Yes. yes okay. Correct. So what are you doing instead of getting on a plane and going and performing in front of the world tomorrow?
0: So tomorrow, actually, um, it's – so what the plan has been um, – Sunlam ended up approaching me with this big campaign for me to have this opportunity to still perform my bar team for the rest of South Africa mm-hmm. on the day that it would have been the bar final. So the bar final would have been the 2nd of August, which is next week Sunday, okay. which we've made in the way that on next, next week Sunday, the 2nd of August, if you go to the link www. Is the time to plan? today? You'll find me. I'm going to be doing my bar routine for the whole of South Africa. They chose bar because bar is my favorite apparatus and <laughs> I do believe it's like my speciality. So, yeah, I will be performing that routine. You know, yes, I'm not in Tokyo We I should have been this very moment, you know, but that's where, you know, your, I think adaptability and being, being able to change the plan comes in. You know, the, this wasn't at all in the plan, mm. but we found a new plan, you know, and this is the new plan. And yes, I want to say, you know, San really I want to say made it up to me in a sense because, you know, it felt like it made it feel like not all hope was lost, you know, when the Olympics was moved to next year. I, I still do get the opportunity to perform for my country, you know, and, you know, still like make my country and my parents and my teammates proud. You know, yes, I'm not in Tokyo, but... Mm-hmm.
1: I still get the chance to perform. Okay, I, I, I thought it was happening tomorrow. It's happening next week, the 2nd of August, right? Yes,
0: 2nd of August.
1: Okay. Is it the routine you would have performed at the Olympic Games? Yes, it is
0: the routine I would
1: have performed at the Olympic Games. As, as is, as ready to go. Yes, <laughs> as is, as ready to All go. All right, but now, you're, now your competition for next year, you going to have a look at that and go, hmm, how are we going to beat Caitlin?
0: Yeah, so no, I... <laughs> that's was the routine that i would have you know have competed but because like i said earlier now we have a whole nother year of preparation time Mm. you know it's it's quite long you know so we have now a chance to add in a few things here you know change that you know so we will be not only perfecting that routine now in this time but Mm. upgrading it where we can
1: do a little tumble here and a twirl there and a foot something something over there (laughs) Yeah. yeah you see i'm very technical when it comes to gymnastics. Yeah, I, can, yeah. yeah I, know, I know everything about gymnastics. No, I don't. Uh, okay, so would you, when you're going to the Olympic Games, are you going to do all of those events? You, it's, it's an individual competition, and you're going to do floor bars, para, uneven bars, all those things? Yes, yeah, so
0: okay. I don't only go in Dubai. Dubai being floor and vault.
1: All right, and you, you like bar. Which is your worst one? Which one, which one do you dislike the most?
0: I don't like to say worst because I'm trying to <laughs> okay. establish a good relationship. Of those, which are you not <laughs> as good as? <laughs> yeah, I, um, Beam has always been something I've, I've struggled with. Yeah. It's been a challenge for me, I think, from quite a young age. Um, but yeah, I think as I came through the ranks and worked my way up, I also realized that it was my attitude towards Beam that made it so bad. I was always so scared of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it is something that I, have to work extra hard at you know it's not only um I think do well but like mentally to be in a good space you know before I do that beam routine and because I mean it beam is very like a lot about your ac- your accuracy mm. you know it's I mean a 10 centimeter wide beam if you're off by a few inches you're off sure. that beam you know so it's a lot about your precision you know that you have to work a lot on and that perfection which is it been something I've
1: struggled with, but I do believe I am working on and it's getting better. I mean, I'm just amazed at what you can do on that beam. The fact that you can do a somersault first of all, just jumping off a beam and landing on your feet again, to me is amazing. And then, but to land it back on the beam is still amazing. How long? How long does it take a gymnast to get to that point? Years, years and years. I mean,
0: if you look at me, if yeah. I. And say, like, compared to my journey, I started gymnastics at the age of six. Um, I think started competing around seven, eight years old. And from then, that's when you start learning and you start with the basics of basics. You start with just being able to walk on the beam, you know, walk <laughs> yeah. forwards and backwards and sideways. And. Like that, you progress up the, width of the level, you know, you go up in the ranks and then you get to where we are now. You know, where you're doing full blown
1: on the beach. So, do you start on the floor with a line drawn on the floor and then there's a, it raises up a foot and then eventually gets to where you are now?
0: Yes. Yes, okay. so we do a lot of, like, build-up training with beams. So if anything, we even start on the trampoline. So you'll start there, and then you'll start on the floor line, and then you'll go, we have a low beam. Well no, we first have a floor beam, so you put, like, it's a little beam that you can put on the floor, right. so you start on that, and then you start on the low beam, which is, like, half the size of the normal beam, and then you go to the high beam with mats, yes. and then you feel con- confident and comfortable, then you build the mats away, you know, so you don't just kind of get put on the beam and put
1: on <laughs> yeah, the beam. Go. <laughs> go, go do <laughs> yeah. some tumbles and things. Yeah, it, it, as you say, it, the build-up is amazing. Just to think of the, the, the uneven bars, the, the, I don't know what you call them, the, the non-parallel bars. The Just to be able to fly. And bars. <laughs> uneven bars. Just to fly from one to the other and just have that confidence that the beam is, the bar is going to get you in the right place and you're going to be able to continue going. Yeah. No, so it, I think one of
0: the biggest things that gymnastics has also taught me is to trust yourself, you know, not to trust yourself and your coaches, mm-hmm. you know, because there's, as, like I say, as you move up in the ranks, you have to have the courage to try new things and up your difficulty, you know, you know, you have to get, you, you get to specific levels where you have to have certain requirements and certain skills and before competition season comes, you need to be able to do those things, you know, so it takes, I think, a lot of courage, you know, and trust um, in yourself that, you know, you trust yourself enough to know that you can do it. You know, but like I say, we don't also get thrown in the deep end and kind of just do it. You do it very, you know, logically and step by step. You start off with like a drill for that specific skill. And so by the time you do it, you, you don't feel like as if you can't do it. You know kind of what to do. You understand, you know. So it's just a matter of going for it and breaking that ice.
1: My guest is Caitlin Ruiz-Krantz. We're going to have one more, little couple of questions for you, Caitlin. A couple more questions for you, Caitlin. So don't go away. Caitlin Ruiz-Krantz getting a second chance. She's going to be performing for us online on the 2nd of August. Details on that and a couple more questions in a moment.
0: SFM. <laughs> primetime all
1: day long. My guest is Caitlin Rizkrantz, Gymnast. She's going to be performing for us online on the 2nd of August. Caitlin, I can't really let you go. Athlete A has been the big documentary on Netflix. Sure, you've seen it. I'm sure you probably even know one or two of those athletes as well. I see Australia have also got these new communication lines for some of the horrendous story we're hearing from gymnastics uh, in Australia and in America as well. The current state of South African Gymnasts, are they being treated well from what you've seen? Caitlin, are you still there? All right, we seem to have lost Caitlin, which is a little bit disappointing. All right, we'll try and get uh, – I can – I know, we seem to have lost Caitlin. Caitlin, are you there? Yeah. Hi there. Sorry. Uh, you Did you hear my question? Um, no, please repeat. Okay, so we, we hear, we've heard these horrendous stories of the way gymnasts have been treated in America, and I see Australia have also got open lines now for athletes to communicate uh, sexual abuse that has been going on for, for years and years. What's the state of gymnastics in South Africa at the moment? Are our athletes okay? From what, you know, that's a very, like i a
0: very sensitive topic, mm. and from what, I can't necessarily speak for everyone. No, from and from, from your perspective. But from my, from my perspective, and especially from my gym, things are good. We, you know, we've never had problems or you know, any of those problems. So you know, personally, from my experience, they are good.
1: Okay. The one thing that did amaze me, is that besides the, the, the sexual harassment side, was also the, the making the girls do things when they're injured. Is that, I just thought, well, that's just a sports thing. If you're injured, you suck it up and you go and you, you take part. Is is that a cultural thing?
0: You know, I, I don't know. You know, it's hard. I think it's hard to, to say, but I, I do believe, you know, maybe in a, in a sense of it's high-level sport, like you said, mm. you know, and it to, to be a high-level athlete, you know, you do need to, I think, go through, you know, Push yourself sometimes and have your coaches push you, you know, to get to the level that we are. So that's, yeah, that's as much as I feel.
1: But I imagine, yeah, there's a line, I guess, that you would realize, like, guys, I can't just do that anymore. And they would listen to you.
0: Yes, no, definitely. There is a line, you know, and with us, I I believe that our coaches know that, you know, they know when they are able to push us. And Mm -hmm. also when we come to them and say that, like, we are so we can't, then they understand that.
1: All right, uh, Caitlin, give us more details again. Next Sunday, 2nd of August, where and how can we watch you?
0: Yeah, so next Sunday, 2nd of August, the time is still to be confirmed. So that will be put up. But um, if you go onto the link, like I say, said, um next week, Sunday, uh, you, you will be able to watch live my
1: with my opinion. And but it. even if you go into that link now, you'll mm. see it will just have a full biography of me and just explaining everything. Looking forward to watching you. Caitlin, thanks very much for chatting to us. Thank you. Caitlin Risk uh, now is the time to plan.co.za. Let's go see what she can do and what she would have done at the Olympic Games. It would have been the final next Sunday. We can see her perform. Now is the time to plan dot dot